Welcome back to Focus, everyone. Paul W. is on vacation in Europe, in France, on a boat, having the time of his life. He brought 90-something-plus listeners with him, so his best friends. And with me here today in the studio is Mark J. Hollis. I'm Daniel B. Gilbert. In honor of the W. and Paul W. Smith, we're focused on the middle initial of everybody we have on as guests today. And with us next is a man who needs no introduction, the former Detroit Lion, the Hall of Fame running back, who is a legend in Detroit and across the country. And he's not only a great football player, but a great guy, also up for one of the Nice Guy Awards. And he does a lot of work in our community here. And I'll just say his name. I think you know who he is, Barry Sanders. So, Barry, are you there? I'm here. Hey, Barry. I'm here. How's it going? Good. What's your middle name, Barry? Um, I actually don't have one. Oh, you don't have one. We have to put in. What should we put in, Mark? I, it's I, when Q. I was a kid, I would always say William because that was my dad's first name. Okay, well, know, let's go with W, like Paul W. We haven't had one yet. That's fine. Go. Yeah, I like there W. We go. We'll go with yeah, that. Cause, yeah, because I, I um, I'm one of eleven, and I'm one of you know, it's, it's, I'm one of the few that don't have a middle name. So I would always say Barry William Sanders. Yeah. Um, but I actually don't have one. Yeah, I said this so. <laughs> earlier on the show, Barry, but my dad didn't have one either, and he told me he was too poor to have one, whatever that means. I've been there. No, I've been there. <laughs> hey, what what number are you out of the 11 kids? Number seven. Number seven. How many boys? How many seven. girls? There's three boys and eight girls. Okay. And I couldn't, I, you know, I never could figure out why, why didn't I get a middle name? Uh, but I, I guess okay. it, it worked out okay. But but So thanks for giving me that today. I, I appreciate yep. that, man. Our pleasure. But so Barry W, tell us, tell us. I'm going to ask you the question everybody must be asking you. So the Lions, the recent Lions this year, 2023. It's been a long, long time. I mean, are they for real? How do you feel about them? Wow. No. Hey, look, this team looks like they're serious, um, and uh, and I think it's laid out for them. I mean, this is kind of what what coach. Um, you know, this is sort of what he's been preparing for since he's got here. I think this, this sort of a team, um, dominant wins. You know, you're getting contributions all over the place, different positions. You know, uh, young young players coming into their prime. Um, you just look at look at where you you're winning games, whether it's running the ball or whether it's big plays on defense. Um, Jared Goff, obviously, you know, long time solid pro, been in the Super Bowl. Um, great, you know, you can put pressure on the quarterback. I mean, you know, the branch kid from Alabama, he, all over the place. I mean, this, this this team is absolutely for real. Um, and I, I think Lions fans, um, you know, are right in being excited about them. Um, hey, look, maybe maybe we'll see the Chiefs again at the end of the season. And there's only one way that could happen, obviously. Um, you know, so... <laughs> So, so, uh, but, but to go in there and get a win and, uh, um, you know, and, and, uh, and then get a big win at Lambeau field, um, you know, this team, yeah, if they can just stay healthy, we get, we get Williams back here soon. Um, you know, so yeah, I, I, I think, um, I, I'm not going to say, I'm not going to say they're the favorite. Obviously the Niners would be the favorite, the Cowboys maybe the favorite. Um, and then, uh, well, Philly would be up there too, but, but we're the, the class of, of our obviously our division, um, and uh, and uh, and so yeah, I mean th- this team, I, I think they're well on their way. 
Well, that's a huge endorsement coming from you. If, if anybody was on the line now, I think it's time for you to become the Lions fan. Because there were some people all, on the I line. I think we're all bought in. I think in this area we were all... <laughs> <laughs> I know I got a couple friends. I'm still pulling pulling across the line. But Are you? Get there. <laughs> no, they'll, they'll be there soon. They'll be there soon. Barry, this coming from Dan Gilbert, who is uh, a witness of Lions in person, both on the road and at home. So Dan is all bought in. I know that for sure. I'm a lionologist. <laughs> I used to go to no, Tiger Stadium and watch you at the game. It was good. Yep. Oh no! I'm not, hey, I, you've been here long enough. You 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 know the team. You you've seen the ups and downs. So yep. so uh, so uh, you know as well. I mean, it just feels different. Again, I think it's culture again. He, I mean, coaches just change culture. I just, I don't remember any coach having such a positive culture as as our current coach does. So, to me, it's oh yeah, for there. sure. Yeah, Coach Campbell. Yeah, yep. yeah, he's come in. I feel like the guys really want to compete for him. But he had, but he has the right guys in the building also. I mean, these these guys, um, they love the game. They, you know, they're contributing. You're getting players who, who are. Um, you know, who are fulfilling their draft potential, um, you know, and, and that we haven't had any draft bust in here in, in a while. And that's thanks to coach Campbell. So Barry, how has the running back or the running situation changed since you played in the NFL? Is it the same? Is it different? Is it harder? Easier? I mean, it's, it's changed. It's changed a lot. Um, I would say if I had this current offensive line, it would be much easier. <laughs> But that's not what you're asking me. You're asking me overall. Yeah. Um, you're asking me overall. Um, yeah, of course, yeah. I mean, uh, it's definitely more of a pass-oriented um, league. Uh, most teams have, you know, most teams have two or three backs that they're rotating in and out, um, you know, and, and obviously you've seen, you know, like this offseason, what, what went on with Saquon Barkley where, um, you know, he had to take a big pay cut. Um, they just, you know, certain offenses just aren't featuring, you know, Dalvin Cook is another example of teams saying, you know, we don't value that as much. I don't, you know, we'll see how it all shakes out. Um, I don't, I don't think, I don't, I don't necessarily think they're right in that assessment. I think, um, I think there's still players, Josh Jacobs or Derek Henry or go, go on down the line of guys who contribute. You see, you see how, how much um, David Montgomery's contributed to running the ball to this offense last year, uh, the Williams kid. Um, you know, so I still think, I still think unless you have a Tom Brady uh, or uh, Peyton Manning, you, you, you need a running game. Um, and even those guys needed one sometimes. So, um, so, you know, I, I, I think it's a mistake to just, you know, because I mean, I've been watching this game all my life too. And, and I just know that, certain types of players can affect the game from the running back position. Um, now, I don't know why teams maybe feel like that's not as much the case now, um, but uh, but I, I still am a believer in that position and, and feel like they can be a big asset to the offense. One thing that surprised me is that this concept now that you can't take a running back early in the draft, I don't get that. I mean, the running back is still a key, as you've mentioned here, it's a key component to the offense and the entire football team. So, what what do you Absolutely. think happened there? I think well, you know, Dan. I I think some of that also is uh, I don't want to say use the word propaganda, but you look at Atlanta. Obviously, they they thought B. John Robinson was a top a top pick, um, a top first round pick, and you look at us how we 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 chose Gibbs. Yeah. Um, and so I I think um, again I I think some of that is just perception. Um, and obviously we've seen great quarterback play as well 
and the receivers and all that, you know. So, so I think a lot of that has to do with it. Barry, this is Mark. I just want to congratulate and thank you for all that you've given to Detroit. Uh, the statue that was put up outside Ford Field, well deserved, and it's an iconic um, symbol uh, of so much that you've given, not only on the field. Uh, but off the field, and also excited to watch your uh, your upcoming uh, uh, story that's coming out that you've shared, and you're just such an incredible person. We appreciate having you on Focus this afternoon. Hey, Barry, no, I, heard, I, I heard a couple of workers were trying to move the statute, and it, they couldn't move it, <laughs> making moves on it, on them. <laughs> no, yeah, it has some, it has some, it has some weight to it, man. It has some weight to it. Uh, but no, it's great to, it's great to uh, be honored in that way. It's such a great tribute. To have everyone come out, you know. Um, of course, Dan and the, and Rocket Mortgage family were there for the event, and the mayor was great seeing the mayor there, and and uh, my mom was there, and Dan, Dan must have invited Flavor Flaves. I'm not sure how Flavor Flaves ended <laughs> up there, but 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 um, Flavor Flaves. No, just yeah. kidding. But but no, it was it was just such a. Um, I just really felt appreciated and loved by this area and by you, Lions fans. You um, are my so, friend. Uh, you are. Yes, yeah, appreciate it. Yeah. We appreciate you for joining us. Uh, we've got to get to a break, and we'll see you uh, at some of the upcoming games. Yeah, thank you, Barry, Barry W. You're welcome. <laughs> All right. Take care, guys. All I'll right, see you we'll next see time. We'll see you soon. We'll be back on Focus right after this message.